Good morning and welcome to Coffee with Craig. I am your host, Craig Deleuze. This is my coffee. That is my backup coffee. So you can be assured that I will be well caffeinated for today's show, and I hope you are too. So please take a moment, like and share this program, whether you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube or listening to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Let your friends know that this is the place to be at this time. Also, please remember to go to fbcgear.com. That's fbcgear.com. We have all sorts of cool t-shirts, coffee mugs, hoodies, you name it. Uh, all opportunities for you to outwardly express your support for the Second Amendment. Uh, also knowing that every penny that you spend goes right back into the fight for our right to keep and bear arms. So you can support the Second Amendment and you can look good doing it. That's fpcgear.com. We all know that uh, last week there was a tragedy that took place in Thousand Oaks, California. Uh, it was uh, a shooting that took place in a, in a bar uh, that was largely full of college students. And, you know, and, and it is unfortunate that it seems like these sorts of shootings are becoming more and more commonplace. One of the other things that is becoming more and more commonplace is that every single time one of these incidents happen, uh, there is a call by the anti-gun uh, politicians uh, to, you know, basically to ban guns. In fact, uh, we just had an election here in the state of California, and one of our newly elected uh, politicians, the governor-elect, former lieutenant governor, uh, decided that he was going to chime in when it came to when it came to this particular issue, when it came to the the shooting that took place, uh, and he decided that uh, well, well, here's here's what he had to say. This is uh, Gavin Newsom, for current lieutenant governor. Uh, and uh, as well as governor-elect. This cannot be normalized. This is America. It's got to change. This doesn't happen anywhere else on the planet. The response cannot be more prayers, more excuses. It sure as hell cannot be more guns. Well, I, I find this to be incredibly interesting because, once again, now keep in mind, this is a guy who, you know, does what he does specifically to be in the spotlight. Doesn't really care if he has any real understanding of the issue. And a great example is Proposition 63, uh, which he was the uh, lead proponent of uh, in 2016. It was a conglomerate of a bunch of anti-gun anti -gun, uh, ideas that were so bad that even California's liberal legislature, anti-gun legislature, decided, yeah, no, these are, these are bad ideas. Uh, but he decided in his infinite wisdom that these are things that should, in fact, that should, in fact, be law. This is what he felt should become, should become law. And the California Department of Justice is still trying to figure out how to implement some of this stuff. Because they can't just go to him and say, or they can go to him and say, yeah, this is not really implementable uh, because it's really not consistent with the law. But doesn't matter. They're not, they're not going to do that because Javier Becerra... Uh, who, you know, is is as equally as interested in seeking the spotlight as Gavin Newsom. Well, he's not interested in doing such either. But there was an interesting article in the uh, in the San Jose Mercury that actually noted, and and, and it, I have to give them some credit because it actually demonstrated some of the problems with their entire thinking. He's saying the answer is not more guns, 
uh, and we've got to do something. But his call for gun control is in a state that already has some of the most stringent gun laws in the entire country. Now, mind you, California has received an A rating from the Giffords Law Center to prevent gun violence in their annual uh, gun law scorecard. And they, they get it every year because we have some of the strictest gun laws in the entire country. Now, let's let's just break down kind of just some just first just some of the just very very basic facts about what happened here. So you're talking about so this alleged gunman, he was identified as a 28-year-old uh US Marine Corps veteran. He was armed with a legally purchased Glock 45, I'm sorry, Glock 21, which is 45 caliber handgun. Um and uh he, he now law enforcement has called what he used an extended magazine. Now, I don't know if that's. I, I honestly don't know if that means it was extended because I know the twenty-one. You, there's a. There's a. Uh, you can also get a twenty-six round magazine. I don't know if that's what he used, or if it was the standard capacity thirteen round magazine. So far, they haven't told us. They keep saying they need to analyze it to see how many rounds it's going to hold. I, I don't really know what sort of an <laughs> analysis you have to do, except stick bullets in the thing or, or look at the length. It, it, I don't know what you need to do. Put, put, try to put rounds into it. I imagine the 13-rounder the could have been modified to hold only 10 rounds. So we don't know. Uh, but all they're saying is, is, it was, is that it was extended. Um, now, so that's what we know. We know we went into a place where uh, individuals were prohibited from, from, from uh, possessing a firearm. Uh, generally, most sheriffs in the state of California, when they issue their CCWs uh, on it, at least I can say on mine, it reads that, you know, I'm not allowed to, to, to possess in a place that sells alcohol uh, as its primary business. Meaning, you know, if you're in a restaurant that sells alcohol, that's okay. If you're in a bar, that's a whole different thing. So you're not allowed then to conceal carry. So it may, thus making uh, all nightclubs or most nightclubs uh, gun-free zones. All right, so let's talk about the laws that, in fact, did not work. All right, now, these are all the laws that are in place that people keep introducing or say that we need to have in order to prevent this. Uh, let's see, the assault weapons ban. Well, he didn't use an AR-15. He didn't use an AK. He didn't use a semi-automatic rifle. So, therefore, you know, so there, there's one law that I know we're going to see proposed or expand to be expanded or something along those lines uh, that wouldn't have done anything or what we have in place now didn't do anything and anything that they would propose would do anything. Uh, well, clearly the not unsafe handgun roster, which is in essence a uh, the now in their in their newspaper, they called it a what they said that, uh, well, they have a list of guns that won't allow you to buy Saturday night specials, which shows a complete and utter ignorance as to what the not unsafe handgun roster is. It is basically a ban on all new semi-automatic on all new semi-automatic handguns in the state of California. That's in, that's in essence what it is. Uh, it it be unless it has micro stamping, you cannot use it in the state of California, or you cannot. Let me clarify: you cannot purchase it from a from a firearms retailer in the state of California. It's considered a not unsafe. Handgun. Uh, what else doesn't work? Oh, magazine ban. Well, clearly either this was a 13-round magazine or 26-round magazine, but clearly the magazine ban uh, did not keep this individual from getting access to 
uh, a, a magazine that holds more than 10 rounds, or at least that's what we're, that's what we're hearing from law enforcement. Now, even with that, with a 10-round magazine, one, is, one has to raise the question, in particular when it comes to, uh, when it comes to a handgun, um, how much time would it really have taken him between reloads, between reloads? So I, I'm just, I, once again, I don't know that the magazine size, the magazine band made any particular, uh, made any particular difference here. Uh, one in 30, the only ability to only purchase one handgun every 30 days. Well, clearly he only used one handgun, so one in 30 wouldn't have done anything. Uh, 10 day waiting period, nope, didn't do anything. Armed prohibited persons list. Well, there was no reason why this person would have been on the arms prohibited persons list. Uh, they're too busy going and taking firearms away from people who shouldn't be on the list. So uh, clearly let's not go after someone who probably should be on the list. And then there's the big one, the gun violence restraining orders or red flag laws, as you folks know them in other states, or extreme risk protection orders. Now, mind you, we have those here in the state of California. In fact, uh, the one of the things that the articles note, article notes is that the individual's mother lived in fear, which meant she could have sought to exercise a gun violence restraining order. Didn't happen. A number of times law enforcement was called. And now law enforcement, having the ability to check APHIS, they, would, they had the ability to know whether or not this individual had purchased any or owned any firearms. For some reason, I don't know why, they didn't, either they didn't know or they didn't think to seek a gun violence restraining order. And they very easily could have. So here we have something that is in place that, uh, well, hey, obviously didn't do the job. And so what is, uh, what is their answer? Their answer is more gun legislation. Now, mind you, you would think that the insanity, the idea of, of the, the idea, or the, they would recognize that because we've done all of this stuff, right, and nothing has made a difference. It's only made California less safe. We've passed all these laws and nothing's happened. Think about it. In uh, in March, just recently in March, you had a soldier who shot three at a mental, men, three mental health workers in Yachtville. Right. None of the laws that are in place in California stop that. November 17th, a deranged man up in Tehama County went around shooting up the town, including at a school, shot five people. Once again, didn't stop that. December 2015, you had the husband and wife there in San Bernardino who decided to go on a shooting spree there uh, in, in, in a government building down there in Southern California in San Bernardino. Th this was a terrorist act. And guess what? This didn't stop it. All of these mass shootings took place here in the state of California in the last, within the last three years, during a time in which California has passed some, has pa already had some of the most stringent gun laws, and and decided to double down on them. And guess what? It hasn't stopped. In fact, it's only made more potential victims. Now, I wanted to share this with you because this was something that uh, this was something that was shared online and. Uh, I, we have not had a chance to verify it yet, but I wanted to make sure that you guys saw this. Now, I talked to you a little bit earlier about the concealed, concealed carry and that, one, businesses have the ability to prohibit individuals from concealed carrying. If they, if, you, if they have a sign posted saying no firearms in our business, you are not allowed to carry. Well, if you do carry, they can ask you to leave, and if you stay, you're, you're trespassing. Um, but then again, also, some... some uh, uh, Individuals, as some sheriffs, when they issue their permits, prohibit you from being able to carry uh, in places that that sell alcohol as a primary source of business. 
Well, it appears that uh, one of the bouncers that attempted to engage the shooter actually had a concealed carry permit, but was not allowed. Uh, but was not allowed to was not allowed to have it. Was not allowed to possess it. And this was actually it wasn't a tweet. This was from Facebook. It says a very close friend of mine, Sean Adler, was the bouncer at the club last night. He was the first to engage the shooter and tried to disarm him. Sean has Sean was a CCW holder and not allowed to carry on the premises. Had he been allowed to carry, we wouldn't even know about it. And I'll let you guys read the rest of it. Um, but that's, that is, in essence, what we're talking about here, is, is the complete and utter ignorance. See, what they don't tell you is, is that when a good guy stops a mass shooting, meaning they're able to stop a shooter before they're able to do any damage. You don't hear about that oftentimes in the mainstream media. You don't hear about it in the news. You don't see it reported anywhere because they don't want you to know that it happens over a million and a half times every year. A good guy with a gun stops a bad guy from doing harm to others or to themselves. But they don't want you to know that. Gavin Newsom does not want you to know that. He doesn't want you to know that he believes in the idea of being surrounded by people with, with firearms because he knows that they protect him. If the answer is not more guns, Mr. Gavin Newsom, then I suggest this to you. Get rid of your security detail or at the very least disarm them because more guns aren't the solution. You believe that disarming law-abiding citizens who simply want to defend themselves from these evildoers you believe that that is the answer. And all that has done in the state of California is create more victims. Now, I know you're saying, well, but, but California has one of the lowest fi firearm homicide rates. Well, no, do you know why California has some of the lowest, ha well, let me clarify, had some of the lowest crime rates? It was because we got tough on criminals. But you support laws that take criminals, lowered, lowers the, the severity of their crimes, and then lets them out on the streets. You're adding to the problem. You're the ones that are making victims out of people. You're disarming them, and then you're letting violent criminals out on the street. And you want us to believe that you have the solution. Yeah, we've seen what you've done with San, what you did with San Francisco as its mayor. It is a literal. It has become a literal shithole. And if you get mad because I because I said that, let me just be real clear. They spend ten million dollars a year cleaning up human waste off of the streets of San Francisco. Now, if that is not a shithole, I do not know what is. And yet, still, you want to tell us? Now you're ready to do that to the rest of the state of California. Well, I can tell you right now, Mr. Newsom. I realize you will sign whatever stupid idea makes it to your desk. I realize that. And we at the Farms Policy Coalition will do whatever we can to stop that madness from getting to your desk. Because we realize that, uh, well, you and your anti-gun friends, your people who just want to make victims out of the people of California, you cannot help yourselves. You can't. It is like a mental illness with you. Your constant, I want to do something so that I feel good as opposed to doing something so that you are doing good. You are pathetic, Mr. Newsom. And once again, as you dance over the bodies of the victims of this tragedy, we, the Firearms Policy Coalition, will be here to stand in your way to keep you from making more victims. Anyway, that's going to be it for uh, Coffee with Craig. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please take a moment, like and share uh, this video. 
like and share uh, this podcast. Let people know about the Firearms Policy Coalition because, as I always tell you, this is a fight for our civil rights. We have got to use them or we will lose them. You guys take care.